the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. All right. Hello, all of you people of the planet Earth, and specifically America. Uh, welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today. Have you had one of those days where you're just... Uh, it, it's not that I, I didn't even oversleep. I, I woke up and uh, I started the day. And I for some reason, I just can't catch up. Have you ever had one of those days where you just can't catch up? And I think today is one of those days. I'm giving a big speech tonight uh, here in the Memphis area. I may talk about that in just a little while. But um, it's uh, I was working on it, um, got a few ideas, and it's, it's going to be... It's not going to be one of the uh, the normal speeches I deliver, you know, because this is for the the hometown folk, and uh, you want to bring a um, you want to bring a, a rip roaring message. By the way, Ben Dieter, I understand this uh, this event I've got to speak at tonight is a potluck dinner, so you literally have to bring food. That or five dollars, which is what I'm bringing. I'm bringing the I'm well I'm bringing the uh, the Chick fil A the party nuggets. I was trying to figure out what could I bring. Dad, it's a potluck, and you're Baptist. It, you, so you bring you can't chicken. bring fast food. Well, you can. It's it's not a Baptist church gathering. It's a Republican gathering. So I think I can get by with it. I don't know that and some you know some champagne or something. I don't know. You know the the, the Republicans love their cocktails. They love a cocktail party here in this county. True. So I figure throw in some nuggets and get the uh, the is it the the Polynesian sauce? Well, I like the the the, the sriracha sauce is very tasty. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna go all out. Chick fil A it is. <laughs> anyway, it's gonna be a great speech tonight. I hope uh, so. We'll have a lot of fun there. If you're listening to us in the Memphis area, by the way, what is it? Seven o'clock tonight, Dieter. But dinner's at six. Dinner's at six. You get a little meet and greet with Todd, everyone. It's a cheap date. Yeah, for about an hour. You are scheduled and set, as my sources tell me, to speak at seven. All right. It's going to be a lot of fun. So come on out. Uh, if you want information, uh, you can uh, just give us a call, and uh, we'll, uh, happy, we'll be happy to, uh, to set that up for you. All right, where do we want to start? There's so much going on, and I... <sighs> I want to start with the um, – we're, we're going to get to what Canada's up to. Uh, Canada has now officially declared war on Christmas. Uh, we're going to get to that in just a moment. But can we talk about what's happening with the Kansas City Chiefs? And no, Ben Dieter, it's not about Taylor Swift. Um, this is about a football fan, a Kansas City Chiefs football fan. We have the story up, and we have the image up at ToddSterns.com. 
and I want you to take a I want you to go to the website and look at this image because the people in the in the mainstream media are accusing this young fellow of being a racist. Now this this kid, I don't know, he looks to be about 9 or 10 years old. Got a hard it's hard for me to judge the the, the kid, kiddo's ages. But he looks to be about 9 or 10 years old and this kid is a sold out Kansas City Chiefs fan. And so uh his photo I guess um he was on the game that they had the 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 uh, cameras on the kid during the game and that's why this is becoming a national news story. So the kid's there, he's wearing the red and the black face paint, and he's wearing the, the Kansas City Chiefs jersey, and then he has the, the Indian headdress on. And so now, all of these these woke sports writers, and by the way, what is it with the woke sports writers? When did that become a thing? You know, back in the day, back when we had great sports writers like uh, Louis Grizzard, you know, he was uh, he was a conservative. But now... It's like all of the uh, the sports writers are um, are woke. I, I don't get that. So anyway, you've got um, you've got this situation where this social media mob is coming after this little kid. We don't know who he is, and I, I think we need to keep it that way because they're going to destroy this kid's life. That's what this is all about. There's a writer, a black dude. His name is. Karen Phillips, and I'm not making it up. His name is Karen, C-A-R-R-O-N, Karen. And uh, anyway, little Karen is uh, very upset. He writes for Deadspin, and he is incredibly triggered by all of this. So he wrote a nasty hit piece calling on the NFL to address the child's behavior. This is a kid. And he posted a photograph of the child. Now, before we go further into this, remember Nicholas Sandman? He was the Covington Catholic High School kid. We did the very first interview he ever did with the media. He did on this radio show. This kid was crucified by the mainstream media. They accused him after the annual March for Life of, of creating this huge racist incident when it turns out they had nothing to do with it. They were actually the victims of these race agitators. And, of course, now many news agencies are not able to have Christmas parties because they're paying for damages. And good for Nicholas Sandman. So this guy over at Deadspin posts a photo of the kid, but he posted the photo from the side view, the black side view, so it makes it look like the kid's wearing blackface, when in fact the kid was not. The guy goes on to say, um, as of now, the league has not released a statement on what took place in the stands in Las Vegas on Sunday. That photo of that fan floating around the Internet is beyond a bad look for a league and while simultaneously being what should be expected from the NFL. They're racist. They're absolutely racist. That's what the guy's saying. So look, clearly the kid's not wearing blackface. Now, is the guy now saying you're not allowed to wear black paint on your face? Is that what the guy is saying here? So anyway, a lot of conservatives are getting riled up about this, and uh, they're pushing back. Oh, I think I got blocked by the guy. I called him out on social media. So anyway, 
uh, this guy, Karen, is is getting blowback, and now he's doubling down. For the idiots in my mentions who are treating this as some harmless act because the other side of his face was painted red, I could make the argument that it makes it even worse. So now he's accusing of culturally appropriating Indian people. Not the dot people, but the uh, you know teepees. Lone Ranger and Tonto. No, Ben, that's not that is not politically incorrect. I'm just telling I'm I'm differentiating. He says, Y'all are the ones who hate Mexicans, but wear sombreros on Cinco. Oh, I do love Cinco. What's that place we go to all the time, Dieter? Down the street? Tacos and Ganos. Oh yeah. The tacos iguanas. Mm, very good. Well, look, so, so, yes, by the way, did you know that it is like it's a cultural sin now to celebrate Cinco de Mayo if you're of the Caucasian persuasion, i.e. honkies? So anyway, this guy, so I started doing some digging around. The guy. Who is this guy? Why is he attacking a little child for the crime of, I don't know, dressing up as his favorite sports team? So it turns out, that Karen has a little bit of a problem. He once wrote an essay complaining about white football fans being entertained by black athletes just one day after a gunman killed black shoppers in a Buffalo grocery store. What does that have to do with anything? Were the white football fans cheering on the gunman? No. What does that have to do with anything? This is what white supremacy looks like. So I just want to stop right here for a moment. So it's not good enough that an, and by the way these these folks like um these folks like Mr. Phillips Karen Phillips from Deadspin these are the same people they're always they're always crying about uh quotas right so they stop they stop crying about quotas when they become the majority so the NFL is overwhelmingly overwhelmingly black. Now, look, I don't know how other people feel about this, but here's my take on professional sports. I want the best person on the team. I want the best coach coaching the best people on the team. Now, if that means they're all black, great. If that means they're all white, great. If that means they're all Polynesian, great. As long as we're winning the games, that's all I care about. But there are others out there who say, well, wait a second. No, we have to have a certain percentage of black coaches and black cheerleaders and black, you know, groundskeepers. So, and and they're not happy. They're not happy until it's all under their control. That's the whole point. This is not about having the best person out there. No, no, no. This is about total global domination. And that's what this guy is writing about here. In another post, he complained about seeing so many white people in a Michigan town. He says, I'm from Saginaw. I spent a lot of time in Flint, Michigan. I've never seen this many white people in Flint in my life. It's concerning. Why, why is it concerning, sir? Why, why are you concerned about the white people in Flint, Michigan, sir? So, look, I, I don't know if this guy, I, I don't, I've never heard of this guy um, until all of this sort of came to light. I don't know if he's a racist. There's a lot of evidence, 
a lot of smoke. I don't know if he's a bigot. Maybe he just gets triggered by pale-faced people. I don't know. Only the good Lord knows what is lurking in the um, bowels of that man's heart. But I do know this. To intentionally shame a little white kid for loving his football team, that's pretty despicable, sir. And then to turn around and manipulate a photograph to suggest the kid's wearing blackface, that is unforgivable. So I don't know how this is all going to play out. Deadspin needs to retract the story, and that guy ought to be fired. But at the very least, somebody owes that kid an apology And I certainly hope that the mom and the dad have already been in touch with an attorney because this is looks to me like a slam dunk case here. Who knows? That kid might be able to, I don't know, buy lifetime season tickets to the Kansas City Chiefs after this is all over with. So the question here is, go look at the photograph. Did, Did the kid make a mistake by wearing the face paint and the headdress? You know, they're kind of coming after him for a double hate crime whammy. <laughs> He's triggering blacks and Indians, but I I haven't heard of any Indian. The only Indians that have been, re- I'm sorry, natives. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Dylan. Natives. Uh, the only uh, Native Americans that I've seen on Twitter are saying, hey, you've got our permission to wear the headdress. Good for you, Native American people. Good for you. By golly. All right. Yeah. Go 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 check out the photograph. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We'll be taking your calls. Uh coming up, uh Canada has announced that Christmas is a form of religious intolerance. Also, big debate coming up Thursday in the Atlanta suburbs uh, between Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis, we're going to tell you all about that. And also, some some new insight into why the Republicans cannot raise money for this 2024 election cycle. Uh, all of that coming up, plus some great guests. Senator Marsha Blackburn's going to be here. This is the Todd Starnes Show. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866 866- 6490304 and start investing today. All right, Ben Dieter, the morning show host at KWAM, award-winning radio host. Ben, I'm trying to take care of some company business in the commercial break. 
You know, we get a lot of people wanting to come on the Todd Stern Show. It's a very popular program. It does all right. It's okay. It's great. Anyway, we had a, a New York Times bestselling author who has actually been on the show before. I guess he has a new publicist or whatever, that publicist company, publicity company. And they've been pitching me, and I've, I've, been, I've been intentionally ignoring, and they know I've been intentionally ignoring. So I'm crafting a letter, and I want to run this by you before I press send. Here's my problem. The publishing company now includes the author's preferred pronouns. So let's say this is from publicist Joe Blow. You have like Joe Blow's name, and then you have he, him, his. I got a problem with that. Yeah, I I guess, I, I mean, anymore, Todd, you have to clarify these things. I'm assuming under your signature in your email, you don't have your pronouns. Get with the times. So here's what I wrote. Dear Lauren... We are big Mark fans. However, we must decline. Your company's insistence on publishing preferred pronouns is just off-putting and, quite frankly, sort of weird. Cordially, Don Starnes. <laughs> well done. To the point. And very kind. You try to be cordial. There's no need to get all riled up. What if they send him back, but they take off the the pronouns? Is it too late? Will you accept him? Yeah, we'll, we'll reconsider then. Okay. I don't. Why? Why do I need to know your pronouns, Lauren? I I just don't get it. Or am I just being a jerk? It could be both. Nope. I just press send. Uh, we'll see what happens. Can't unsend that. Nope. Can't unsend it. Well, I guess you can. All right. Let's go to the phones here. Rocco in Georgia wants to weigh in on this racist kansas city chiefs fan rocco what say you Todd, how are you how are you my friend i'm good thank you very much rocco hey listen um i uh went back and read some of this guy's previous stuff and this guy apparently has no problem with dylan mulvaney and all these other trans people who paint up their face like a woman and say they're a woman and misappropriate and make fun and mock my wife my two daughters, my sister, my mother, he has no problem with any of that. No, he has no problem with people in girl face. That's what we're calling it, girl face. It's girl face. He has no problem with that. They're clearly not girls or women, but they paint their face up like it and say they demand you call them a girl or a woman. This kid is not demanding that you call him black or an Indian. To go after a kid, though, I mean, for, for the whole thing is just messed up. But to go after a kid who clearly is just dressing up to support his team, Rocco, that's that's what gets me. It's really sick, and it's sad. I mean, the, the, the kid is fair game, you know, but, but other people are not. You yeah. know, other people pretend to be all the time and demand, they demand that you call them what they clearly are not. This boy is not demanding that. He's showing his support for his team. It's true. It's it's true. And so we look I, for the sake of the kid. I hope he's never identified. Um, and but I think mom and dad are going to have to step up. And I hope they end up owning Deadspin, uh, the the magazine. I really do. I, I hope that they can start destroying these. It is time for us to go on offense. And Rocco, appreciate that call. It is time for us, ladies and gentlemen, to go on offense and to start going after these people. 
14 years at Fox News, and they wouldn't let you attack all of these people out there spewing lies. Thank goodness those days are gone. All right, got to take a break here. 901-260-5926. New number, 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing Amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to mypello.com slash starns. That's mypello.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPello for $19.98 or call 1 800 839 8506. The offer comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. That's mypello.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns or call 800 839 8506. Promo code starns. Folks are are sympathetic to the the Kansas City Chiefs kid. Well, I've got to read this one one comment here up on our Twitter feed. A lot of people fired up about it. Uh, Liberty Rob says, "Todd, sometimes being a Christian can just be quite challenging." Right now, I feel disturbing, vengeful anger against Phillips, a grown man nastily picking on a kid. How disgusting Phillips is! Yes, Rob, it's easy to lose your religion with these people. Um, here we go. Where is it? Ah, yes, here we go. So Steve Arino writing in. I wonder if that's his real name, Steve Arino. He says, Todd, this kid ought to be invited to sit next to Taylor Swift at the next home game. Well, no need to punish the child. I mean, come on, Steve Arino. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. That's <laughs> going to get me in trouble. All right, 901-260-5926. Do we have any Dolly Parton music we can play? Bring back Dolly. 901-260-5926. Oh, all right. Before we get to uh, Trump, and I've got some breaking Trump news to share with you, I've got to talk about, um, I've got to talk about this story out of Canada, the, uh, the people north of the border. Anyway, uh, they have a human rights commission up there. Oh, man, these people are horrible people. Do we have the Grinch music? All right, let's play this Grinch. We got to have a little, we got to set some ambient, um, we've got to set the mood. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. So here's the deal. Um, The Canadian Human Rights Commission has announced that celebrating Christmas could be seen as a form of religious intolerance. All right, enough of the ambient music. Thank you there, Dylan. Uh, They cited Christmas and Easter as examples of what they call present-day systemic religious discrimination. Now, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. You know, it sounds to me like somebody on the Human Rights Commission, maybe all of them, were very bad children. They were on Santa's naughty list. And instead of getting 
wonderful toys and cookies and perhaps a delicious fruit cake, they got coal in their Christmas stockings. And now they're taking it out on the rest of us. Much like those people in in high school and junior high school who were never able to get dates to the prom. And so what happened? They go to school and they become teachers and they make everybody's life miserable. I'm, I'm just saying. It, it's true. So anyway, the commission, they published this paper on religious intolerance. And they say it's a big problem because Christmas and Easter are statutory holidays in Canada. And they're blaming all of this. And here we go. This is the word, ladies and gentlemen. They're blaming it on the early colonialist who settled in Canada. And by the way, brought with them a wonderful invention called ginger ale. I love Canada Dry. So anyway, um, they're blaming it all on the colonialist. And by colonialist, do they mean all of you white Christian people? Hello. Golf not. The commission is calling on Canada now to diversify their religious holidays. What does that mean? Uh, Canada must also acknowledge its history of religious intolerance. Now, it sounds to me like the first people who ought to be apologizing for religious intolerance are the Grinches on the Canadian Human Rights Commission. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Eh? You really are a heel. Eh? You're as cuddly as a cactus. I think you More ambient noise there. Appreciate that. Let's talk about Donald Trump south of the border. Well, not south of our border, but south of the Canadian border, so it's south of anyway. Let's talk about Donald Trump. So there's a guy named Bob Vander Plaats, and he is the head of a religious group called The Family Leader in Iowa. And his claim to fame is that he has rightly endorsed all of the candidates who will go on to win Iowa. Think Rick Santorum, Mike Huckabee. Of course, they were all losers in the actual primaries later down the road. Uh, but they, they won the Iowa Hawkeye handedly. And so now Mr. Vanderplatz has endorsed Boots DeSantis. Now, we all saw this coming. Uh, Vanderplatz does not like Donald Trump at all. And that's fine. It's a free country. You don't have to like Donald Trump. But he said something about Trump, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. Cut number 20. And what you're seeing from the former president is character being revealed. Character being revealed, first of all, with Governor Reynolds and what he did by cutting a video against her. Two of the most popular governors and the most results-producing governors in the country. The governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Iowa, Kim Reynolds. And you completely throw them under the bus and you call them names and that just because they don't bow the knee to you. That's not leadership. The number one hurdle for Donald Trump is I've never met a dad or a mom or a grandpa or a grandma who have told me they want their son or daughter or grandchild to grow up to be like him. That's a big deal. Trump deserved to lose my endorsement. Matter of fact, I've never endorsed him. But he proved he was not worthy of the endorsement. 
of me, of the ministry, and by extension, the broader body. And I believe Iowa will rise up. I believe Iowa will send a message on January 15, because I think they're seeing it through this as well. Uh, this is smoke and mirrors. This is not leadership our country needs. That's a pretty damning statement right there, folks. Here you have a supposed evangelical leader saying that Donald Trump is an unworthy man. He is unworthy of the support of, when he talked about the body, he's unworthy of the body, he's talking about you, Christians, that Donald Trump is an unworthy man, that you don't want your son or your daughter to grow up to be like Donald Trump. Is that true, ladies and gentlemen? Is that true? 901-260-5926. Is that true? 901-260-5926. Now, I want to say something about all of this. I've been very open about my support of Donald Trump. And for that, I have been crucified by many in the evangelical Christian movement, including a lot of talk show hosts, some of whom actually broadcast in the noon to three hour. They are my competitors. And they believe that I have lost my religion because I support Donald Trump. They've said terrible things. They've accused me of being a, a Christian nationalist, putting, uh, putting Donald Trump, worshiping Donald Trump, putting him up on a pedestal. We've, I've done no such thing. And I think I've been pretty clear about why I'm voting for Donald Trump. And most of this, and and when I say most of it, pretty much all of it, is coming from the DeSantis endorsers and the DeSantis influencers and the DeSantis supporters. Now, here's my philosophy on voting, and, and I know we have a lot of people from Media Matters and a lot of the left-wing organizations that are monitoring today's program. And I, I want to be very clear about this. I don't I don't care who you vote for. I'm I'm not expecting any. If I were to come, when I came out and I said I, Todd Starnes, am voting for Donald Trump, I wasn't telling you to vote for Donald Trump. Why would I do that? That's not my right. That's not my responsibility. That's your right. That's your responsibility. The audience of the Todd Starnes show, you guys are smart enough to figure it out for yourself. And I don't know about you, but I'm not looking to a talk radio host to tell me who to vote for or what to have for dinner tonight. Although the Chick-fil-A party platter is pretty tasty. So it's really fascinating to watch all of this playing out on social media right now. It, it's ugly. It is ugly. Right, the, the Republican Party is divided, and it's divided three ways. We're going to get into more of that in, in just a little while. We'll talk about the Koch brothers and what's going on with Nikki Haley. But even the establishment types have now figured out that DeSantis does not have what it takes to to be the next nominee of the party, which is why they're jumping ship and going to Haley. But let me just say this. If we as Republicans can't agree, I mean, look, I think a healthy debate is great. But, man, they are they are involved in character assassination right now. Really, is that who we want to be? I don't think so. But all you have to do is, if you don't get out there and praise Ron DeSantis and sing his praises and carry his water, then you are a bad human being. I mean, that's really what they're saying here. But this guy Vanderplatz, 
goes to he's taking it to the next level and he says there's nothing personal here um he says you know and again the the rolling stone report came out that he was that his organization the family leader was paid $95,000 for advertisement and that happened a couple of months ago and then Vanderplatt gives the announcement and Vanderplatt says flat out um Yes, this happened, but it had nothing to do with the endorsement at all. And so now, if you even if you even write about it, and I did this last night, I, if you mention the fact that there was a payment involved, you are crucified by these people. But again, it's important. You need to understand, look, it may not have had anything to do with the guy's endorsement, but the fact of the matter is, and the facts are the facts, that $95,000 was paid to this to this religious group and whether or not other candidates did so who knows i'm being told that some did trump did not it just seems to me if you're a religious group and hear me on this but if you're a religious liberty group and you're out there and and you want to hear from the candidates i think you owe it to the people in the audience to know that the people coming up on that stage paid to be there but that's just me so anyway, it's important. Cut number 23. Special report. Watch. DeSantis campaign, a super PAC linked to him, a nonprofit group supporting him, together paid $95,000 in recent months to the Family Leader Foundation, uh, according to the campaign finance reports. Is that not true or that's true? Well, it's definitely true. And I'd encourage everybody to read the Reuters article. Everything we do is above board. Uh, Governor, the allegations, obviously, or the inference here would be that it was like a pay to play to get an endorsement. Um, You have a chance to clear that up. Well, uh, this PAC, I don't control, as you know, but they paid for advertising. So that's a very influential group of evangelicals in Iowa. They've hosted a number of major events. They had a summer event. We just had the Thanksgiving Forum. So they're paying to be able to be in programs and to be able to advertise uh, the candidacy. And that happens. That's frequently happened. But uh, Bob Vanderplatz's endorsement is not for sale. Uh, he's got a great reputation. He's become a friend of, of Casey and me along the way. He's very influential in Iowa. And so it's a scurrilous charge. It's without merit. And, you know, if somebody endorses somebody other than you, you don't always have to lash out and attack the person who made the endorsement. It's a primary. People can have uh, different choices in this, and there's not always an ulterior motive. So uh, I think the attacks against Bob Vanderplatz have been been out of bounds, just as I think the attacks against Governor Kim Reynolds have been out of bounds. Okay. And and you know what? That's a fair assessment of it. But that's not what happened here. We're looking at Vanderplatz going after Donald Trump, and these are some ugly and scurrilous charges that he's throwing around, that Donald Trump is unworthy. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. Let's go to Portland, Maine. W-L-O-B, our great affiliate there, Joseph, on the line. Hey, Joseph, what say you? Hey, Todd, how you doing today? I'm well, thank you for asking. I'm just curious about why um, you guys are still backing Donald Trump when he's focusing so much on getting even with all of the people that have, have what in his mind, have wronged him in the past. I think that maybe he should focus more on the issues and not on vendettas, and maybe he may get some more votes from independents like me. 
Well, I think he has been focusing. I think he's been focusing on all of it. And and look, if I, I'm I'm giving him a very long leash on the the vendetta stuff because I can't tell you what I would do if I were in a situation where for seven or eight years they were constantly attacking you and trying to destroy you, trying to throw you in prison. I mean, they have thrown so many lies at this man. And quite frankly, I, I I don't necessarily have a problem with him getting out there and saying, hey, look, justice is coming. Well, I remember my mother telling me when I got in trouble that a lot of it was brought upon by myself. And I feel that maybe Donald has brought a lot of this on by himself. By How did he bring it know, on himself? They're actually, well, they're lying, Joseph. They're lying about the man. There were no golden showers. I mean, that's that's a horrifying thing to make an allegation like that. He wasn't. He wasn't an agent for Russia. He wasn't a traitor to his country. How is he responsible for that? I don't know. Maybe maybe um, Putin is still holding a, what you may call a Trump card for no better. Uh, why, why would you say that, Joseph? There's absolutely no proof. That entire Russia collusion thing was a flat-out hoax. So why would you, why would you say something like that? Well, I mean, we don't really know. Maybe Putin No, we do know. Him. No, we do know. They've already decided. They have investigated, and they determined it was a big. It was a big lie. They can call it a hoax, but it was a lie. Just more recently, though, you got Steve Bannon on the radio talking about how they're going to put Mark Milley in jail. I mean, is that is that a positive thing for this country to be focusing on stuff like that? I think I think a positive thing is to have Mark Milley as far away from the Pentagon as possible. This is a man who literally colluded with the Chinese in the final days of the Trump White House. That man came very close to committing treason. You may you may have also prevented World War Three. <laughs> that's not his. Jo- that's not his job, though. That was not his job. He betrayed his country. All right, we were, we were in some very very uncharted territory with all that stuff with Trump. You know, January sixth. No, sir. And, and, but and, we're not. It's not Trump. That's Joseph. It is not Trump. And that's what you have. You have to take the time to go and research. You cannot believe what you're seeing in the mainstream media. You just can't do it. Joseph, we got to go. 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, real quick, let's go to the phones. Uh, I think we can fit um, Alicia in here from Texas. Hi, Alicia, what say you? Hi, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Oh, sorry, long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm kind of nervous. Oh, don't Um, be nervous. Your question about the, um, the gentleman that's telling... Um, 
Trump that he's not worthy. I don't understand that because if he is a true believer, nobody's worthy. That's why we needed the Lord. Alicia, I'm glad you picked up on that because you're right. I mean, Bob Vanderplatz is unworthy. Uh, Todd Starnes is unworthy. Donald Trump is unworthy in that context. But it's almost as if there was something else going on here. Um, d- does that gonna is that gonna impact you? His decision to endorse DeSantis. I I'm, I'm voting for Trump. Trump's your guy. What do you? We've got about fifteen seconds here, Alicia. What do you like about Donald Trump? Uh, Donald Trump can handle it. He's been up there before. I voted for him um, both times. He is um, able to take care of everything. I just I trust him. Alicia, he did a good job last time, and I know he'll do a good job next time. And Alicia, you did a great job for a first time caller. You give us a holler back now that you're a veteran. All right, stick around, everybody. Hour two coming up next. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us, that's right, I love this American right. Todd Starnes. All right, well, hello everybody. Welcome to hour two of the big show. Well, we got a lot of fun stuff happening. Uh, coming up, Senator Marsha Blackburn is uh, going to be here. So we'll have a um, we'll have a fun conversation with her in just a little while. All right, our telephone number this hour of the program, by the way, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Now, we know there are a lot of idiots, and by idiots, I mean morons, working in the O'Biden administration. But perhaps the biggest idiot of all is, in fact, um, a guy by the name of Miguel Cardona. He is the education secretary, and he misquoted Ronald Reagan uh, the uh, the other day. Cut number three. You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. Um, there's 
there are resources there, there's technical assistance there, and there's a playbook that could support the work you're doing. Count on us as a partner. In okay, this. enough of that. Our students are so the problem is he forgot the first part of Reagan's quote when he said the most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. That's You can't make this stuff up, folks. You, you just can't. Meanwhile, um, DeSantis was on with uh, Laura Ingram, last night on the channel and uh, he was talking about education and says that one of the things he's going to do is abolish four government agencies and one of them is the department of education look this is something i think trump should have done right out of the gate that's the linchpin that's if you want to stop the cultural and moral decline of america you got to get rid of the education department he also said he's going going to abolish the internal revenue service and the Commerce Department, and the Energy Department. Those are the four departments that DeSantis says he would uh, abolish if he's elected President of the United States. Is that enough to move the needle for anybody out there, or have you pretty much have you pretty much decided? Let me let me put it a different way. As we um, as we say in the in the Southern states, is your cornbread already cooked? Is there anything that anybody can do to change your mind about who you are voting for in the Republican primary? 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. And I want to hear from you. You know, we got the big debate coming up Thursday in Alpharetta, Georgia. That's an Atlanta suburb. And DeSantis and Gavin Newsom are going toe-to-toe. This is the lot that's the matchup that Fox News wants in the presidential in the presidential debates. They want Newsom, they want DeSantis. Meanwhile, you've got the Koch brothers and they're all throwing in Americans for Prosperity and earlier today they threw in for Nikki Haley. Well, Todd, why did they do that? Well, it's very simple. They they think first of all, they hate Trump. And it doesn't matter if Trump is 80 points ahead. It doesn't matter. They hate him, and they will not They will not support him, and they will do whatever they can in the, within their power to stop Trump from winning the nomination. And if he wins the nomination, they're going to try to do whatever they can to sabotage his presidential campaign run. These are very wealthy, very powerful people. So understand that. But they hate Trump. So this is not... It's not that they see that Nikki Haley can win, but they want to give her enough money because they believe that she's got a better shot at hurting Trump than DeSantis does. And I don't know about that. Nikki Haley wanting to have unfettered immigration. Nikki Haley, who wants to crack down on your First Amendment rights. Nikki Haley, who wants to bring a million Palestinians into America. Do you really want her to be your nominee? I mean, she sounds like a Democrat. Don't mean to trigger anybody, but it's true. So again, I'm curious to know if your cornbread is cooked when it comes to the 2024 presidential election. I want to play some more audio here. This is... <laughs> All right. Um, this is DeSantis on the illegals. Cut number 24. But how would President DeSantis confront this issue? Would you deport people who are here 
now and to deter people from coming and thus save uh, the fate of these uh, young women who are being brutalized? Of course. If there's not a sanction for coming illegally, you're never going to stop the problem. So we'll declare it to be a national emergency on day one. We'll send troops to the border. We'll stop the asylum fraud. We'll do remain in Mexico. I'm going to charge fees on foreign remittance, remittances to be able to fund construction of the border wall. Uh, but yes, when people come illegally, we are sending them back. And we've got 8 million that have come under Biden. We need to send them all back. We don't know who they are. Uh, they've come from all around the world. Uh, they've come from Iran. They've come from Russia, China, the Middle East. Uh, there will absolutely be prospective terrorists that have come across. I think there will be a terrorist attack that we'll be able to link to our border. He's put our people in jeopardy. But we also have to understand, why do you have sex trafficking? Why do you have human trafficking at this level? It's because the Mexican drug cartels are running the show. So we're going to categorize them as a foreign terrorist organization, authorize the use of deadly military force because they are invading our country. Yeah. They are committing all these serious crimes, but they're killing tens of thousands of our citizens by no, bringing fentanyl. Just... And that's going to every community in the country. It's not just border communities. And I've met so many angel moms over the course of the last year, year and a half, who've lost a child, usually a high school or college age kid, uh, to a drug, a drug basically being poisoned. No, they that's... may take a pill that's laced with fentanyl, yeah. and then that's it, and they die. We've got to stop this. All right, so basically, he's Donald Trump light. I mean, Donald Trump is saying the same things, and he is parroting what Donald Trump is saying here. By the way, speaking of nine, speaking of the uh, the terrorist attacks, Senator Tuberville from Alabama was on Eric Bowling show last night on on Newsmax, and he actually brought this up. Cut nineteen. We should be concerned about the resources that these illegals are coming over using. The taxpayers are paying for it, supporting it. They're using it, draining us of our resources in our in our cities. But also, who's coming across? I mean, there's a there was a headline the other day of the massive amounts of Chinese migrants coming across our southern border. Twenty four thousand, in fact. The ones that are apprehended, not to mention, Senator, I mean, people on the terror watch list approaching 200. Who knows who've gotten through? Those are the ones we catch. Well, what happened in Israel and Hamas, uh, that catastrophe going on over there, when that happened, Joe Biden should have woke up and, and called uh, Secretary Al said, OK, send every available military personnel to the border immediately. Close it down. Nobody else comes in. We've had hundreds and hundreds of terrorists come across the border. And you know what? We could care less. Not we, the Biden administration. Eric, it is going to get us in so much trouble. We're going to have uh, a 9-11 attack every few weeks if we don't watch it. It is out of control. But this group could care less. I, I, you know, I'm being a senator. You know, I'm not a senator. I'm, I'm, I was an educator. And I'm up here watching what's going on. And I'm thinking, you know, who cares? Who cares about the American people? Who cares about the taxpayers of this country? I can't find anybody on both sides of the aisle. It's about spending damn money. And I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm telling you, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of watching what's going on up here. And if we don't wake up, it's going to be over. There you go. I mean, it really is that simple. And I do believe that we're going to see some sort of a massive terrorist attack on American soil. And you see what's going to happen after. Look, I don't want to speculate, but let's just say a terrorist attack does happen of, of on a massive scale. And when you look at the the pro-Hamas protest out there, there are a lot of people in this country, border to border, coast to coast, up and down, all around, that want to destroy this country. And they now live among us. 
thanks to the Democrats and the Republicans. They put all of us in danger. But if the terrorist attacks are significant enough, you could see the government have to step in and declare martial law. So you hope we are going to be voting in 2024, but if there are enough people sounding the alarms in Washington, D.C. right now that we need to pay attention to all of this. We do. All right, let's go to North Carolina. Russell on the line. Hi, Russell. What's on your mind? Uh, I think you might have covered this a bit earlier. I had heard you talking about DeSantis and the Department of Education. It seems like a lot of these other candidates are coming late to the table because Trump has already spoken many times on getting rid of the Department of Education and parroting him on be it this or his other uh, points. It seems like just a way to try to eat voters away from him. But, you know, I, I just, you know, that has been something Trump has brought up many times of getting rid of the Department of Education. And uh, nice to hear the other people talk about it, but they're just, seem to be grabbing the points that Trump has already put on the table strongly. I've heard nothing new and and what DeSantis is right. offering. And again, there's nothing wrong. Look, if no. if Donald Trump was not the nominee, I suspect that DeSantis would be the front runner. But I will say this, based on his campaign performance, it would have if if Nikki if it were him and Nikki Haley, I think Haley would be running away with this thing right now. But she's to the left of DeSantis. She's yeah, she is she is not a conservative. All right, Russell, we got to run. Great hearing from you. Thanks for the call. 901-260-5926 is our number. This is the Todd Stern show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, some Mother Obama news for you. A lot of the Democrats gathering at Emory University in Atlanta for the tribute service, the memorial service for the former First Lady, Rosalind Carter. And it's interesting, according to the New York Post, uh, Mother Obama, Michelle, is going solo. She's she's going stag to the, the tribute service. We don't know where Barack is. We, we do not know. You know, they've been sort of living separate lives of sorts. Have you noticed that? Vacationing separately and... I'm not, I'm, no, I'm not, no, I'm not saying anything. I'm, I'm, 
Ben, I'm not saying anything's going on. I'm just pointing out that they vacation separately and they seem to be living separate lives. And she looks rather dashing in the pant suit that she is wearing. Anyway, um, Michelle Obama heading to the to the uh, memorial service. The funeral will be back in Plains. Bill and Hillary will be there as well, Mrs. Bill Clinton, if you will, along with Melania Trump. Um, and by the way, the reporting is from the Associated Press that Rosalind Carter actually insisted that Melania be invited to the funeral, a very class act. You know, a lot of people are conflicted about the Carters. I never have been. And one of the one of the things I greatly appreciate about Jimmy Carter, as we referred to him back in the in the South, Mister Jimmy, uh, one of the things I greatly appreciate about President Carter is he turned my dad into a, a Republican. So it was that bad his presidency, but they're good people, good decent people. Po- politics are insane but good, decent people, and he lived his life building houses. He was faithful to his wife. They you know, they raised their kids, and uh, you got to honor that. And he was a farmer, peanut farmer, by the way. Did you know that, Ben Dieter? Peanut farmer. Real Clear Politics, uh, by the way, has a new poll out. Biden at 44.8% behind Trump at 47.4%. But all of that could change because according to the New York Post story, many people are wondering why Michelle Obama is at that funeral by herself. What's going on there? Why would Michael Michelle, pardon me, Michelle Obama in a pantsuit be attending the funeral? A very nice pantsuit, by the way. Be attending the funeral solo. Now, the New York Post posits a theory on all of this. They're suggesting that Michelle Obama may be considering that presidential run after all, the one I've been telling you about for quite some time now. Reading from the Post, Michelle Obama, 59, traveled without her husband and Biden's ex-boss, former President Barack Hussein Obama, amid renewed speculation that she could follow in Hillary Clinton's pantsuit, my words, not theirs, and seek the nation's top job for herself. The 81-year-old Biden faces dismal poll numbers ahead of next year's rematch against Donald Trump, who leads in national and swing state polls despite four pending trials. One Democrat source told Radar Online in September If Michelle announced, the election would immediately go from a hotly contested foot race to a landslide. Another Democrat said, quote, Democrats say somebody has to stop Trump, and Barack knows Michelle is the best person to do it. Party heavyweights are secretly testing the waters for support. Do you agree with that assessment, ladies and gentlemen, that if Michelle jumps into the race, Mother Obama that it'll be a landslide for the Democrats? Hmm, I'm curious. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. Let's go to Jerry in Iowa. He wants to talk about his political cornbread. All right, Jerry, what you, what you got for us? 
Hey, Brother Todd. Yeah, is my cornbread cooked? I'm uh, actually, I like hearing all the talking points by the GOP. The topics they bring up are sane and reasonable. I like Donald Trump. I like Ron DeSantis. Tim Scott and Nikki says some things that are right, even Vivek. So I, I, Larry Elder, Burgum, I know some of these guys are out. But I'm, in the past, I've been Huckabee Cruz guy. And uh, I would vote for Donald in the general. I voted for him last time. But I'm going to throw in problem. I think I'm gonna, I am going to throw in for Ron DeSanctimonious. Why? And, but in general, why is that, Jerry? Why? Uh, he he feels uh, he feels closer to Ted and and Mike to me. I know I know Mike's voting for the Donald. Like I said, I don't hate the Donald. I like him, but I just I liked all, all, canceling all the four departments. They're they're all saying some really similar things. Trump would be a great wrecking ball for the deep state. Uh, Vivek. They're all talking about uh, cutting the deep state with the energy and uh education all the rest of it so i to me it's a little bit a choice between good candidates i know their differences um uh just feeling it i'm just feeling ron but i i don't hate the other guys i nikki spooks me a, a little bit with the rhino tendencies but even she was actually talking in public about paying down the debt i mean that's kind of refreshing. All right. So, well, Jerry, we're going to have to leave it there, my friend. Um, but we've got you down. You're, you're Team DeSantis. What say you, ladies and gentlemen? 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from free thinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. You know, I mentioned the, the possibility of a terrorist attack. Do not do not discount the possibility of yet another pandemic. And we've been watching this reporting out of China where the hospitals there are overwhelmed with this respiratory illness. And uh, this coming from Breitbart, Amy Furr is the writer in Washington, D.C. Uh, hospitals, emergency rooms, urgent care facilities, are already starting to see a rise in patient-seeking care. Uh, this is from the reporting of Fox 5 there in, um, in D.C. The World Health Organization reportedly reviewing data from China after video shows uh, dozens of people being treated for what's been described as a mystery respiratory illness. 
So the Chinese have clearly been up to something again. And we need to find out if Dr. Fauci was in the middle of all of this nonsense. So look, um, here's the deal. I know a lot of you folks are getting nervous about this. And uh, the last during the last pandemic, it was really hard to get medicines that you needed. So uh, we have partnered with an incredible organization called The Wellness Company. These people are amazing. As a matter of fact, I just got my emergency medical kit delivered in the mail about a week or so ago. Dieter, I know you were not feeling well. You had the sniffles the other day. I was ready to break out the Z-Pack and the amoxicillin. I have been eating beef organs instead. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm sure it's a great product. It's just I, I'm finding that beef liver, beef kidney, beef pancreas is also a decent substitute. Okay, don't say pancreas on the national radio show. Splain. Oh, Splain, no, my God. Don't say that. No, you want a good ribeye and a filet. That'll keep you healthy. Okay. Throw in some chicken, too, but you got to fry it. All right. So the wellness company, uh, they have these great medical emergency kits, and it's important for you to be prepared for the next crisis. Here's how it works. You, you reach out to them online, twchealth-starns. That's twc.health-starns, and you'll see my lovely face there next to a medical emergency kit. It's pretty cool. It's kind of like what you would, if you're going uh, on a vacation, you put all your toiletries and everything in your little uh, bag there. It's, it's, it's about that size. And when you get your emergency medical kit, you will receive a large supply of ivermectin, a Z-pack, amoxicillin, and a lot more. Also, a, a very helpful guide kit on how to use how to use these drugs, these medications. So it's pretty awesome stuff. Uh, our good friend, Dr. Peter McCullough, he's been on the program many times before you know him. And by the way, they've got other great stuff. So if you don't want any, if you don't want an emergency medical kit, they have great, great stuff for your immune system, daily essentials, and it's for if grownups and kids. So twc.health slash starns. That's twc.health slash starns. Honestly, folks, with whatever it is coming across, and trust me, it's coming because Biden is not shutting down air travel to and from China. So if if this is something, it could be a lot worse than the China virus because at least Trump shut down air travel. So again, twc.health slash Starnes and uh, get your get your emergency medical a kit and you don't have to worry about anything. I, I think that's pretty awesome. You got it. If you need it, great. If not, you've got it when you do need it. All right. Um, I want to play some audio here. This is bizarre. There is a brand new sex and gender educational video that's recently come out. This is being shown to children in school. Cut number 15. Hi, baby. Are you a boy or a girl? Funny you should ask, Sid. One of the first things they check when a new baby is born is what kind of body parts they have. They do that to determine a baby's sex. Most of the time, it's easy to determine, and sometimes it's more complicated. This one has a penis. It's a boy. This one has a vulva. It's a girl. Congratulations. Whoa. Let's hit the brakes, people. The way your body looks on the outside is only part of the story. Huh? What? <sighs> Stay with me, gang. This is important. Hi, little one. Your sex refers to your physical body parts, remember? 
But there is also something called gender, which is how you feel inside your body and who you know yourself to be. And your gender, how you feel on the inside, doesn't always match the sex you were called when you were born. Okay. Let's say you were born with a penis and you feel like a boy inside. In that case, your sex and your gender match. But what if you were born with a penis and you know you're a girl inside, not a boy? Then your sex and your gender don't match. Wait, what does know you're a girl inside mean anyway? Does that mean you have to love pink things and princesses? Nope. Sometimes people refer to things as girl things and boy things, but this is just how people sometimes classify things, usually to make it easier to sell stuff to kids and their parents. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. More evidence to homeschool your children. So um, if your uh, daughter comes home from school and she's had all of her hair chopped off and she's wearing, I don't know, a bowl haircut and she's wearing overalls and maybe a hemp sweater, uh, yeah, you got trouble. You got trouble on your hands. But this is what's happening in our public schools. I'm telling you right now, homeschool your kids. That's the only saving grace. Uh, let's go to Statesville, North Carolina. Robert wants to weigh in on Bob Vanderplatz. Hey, Robert, what you got for us? Hey, uh, yeah, I was just wondering how uh, well-informed uh, the pastor is on the Bible, because I seem to recall several people that the Lord used uh, to straighten people out that did not have exactly the paragon of virtue in their background, like, say, Samson, Paul. I mean, you know, uh, he used some pretty rough characters to do his thing. Well, I have to imagine those people, you know, King David, for example, would would not be eligible to run for the White House um, according to the the virtues set forward by many of our evangelical leaders in America today. That's for sure. I'm look. I'm with you, Robert, and it's a great point you make. I want to go back and, and thank you for that call. I want to go back and and play this audio from Bob Vanderplatz, the evangelical leader who blasted Donald Trump's character last night on Fox News. Cut twenty. And what you're seeing from the former president is character being revealed. Character being revealed, first of all, with Governor Reynolds and what he did by cutting a video against her. Two of the most popular governors and the most results producing governors in the country, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Iowa, Kim Reynolds, and you completely throw them under the bus and you call them names and that just because they don't bow the knee to you. That's not leadership. The number one hurdle for Donald Trump is I've never met a dad or a mom or a grandpa or a grandma who have told me they want their son or daughter or grandchild to grow up to be like him. That's a big deal. Trump deserved to lose my endorsement. Matter of fact, I've never endorsed him, but he proved he was not worthy of the endorsement of me, of the ministry, and by extension, the broader body. And I believe Iowa will rise up. I believe Iowa will send a message on January 15, because I think they're seeing it through this as well. Uh, this is smoke and mirrors. This is not leadership our country needs. All right. And my apologies. That was... He was on Steve Dace's uh, radio program over at The Blaze, uh, not Fox News, so my apologies here. But again, this idea, I don't know, it's just sort of unseemly, right, that to come out and say, this man is unworthy of, of my support. This man is unworthy of your support. If you're a Christian, if you go to church, 
If you're Jewish, you go to synagogue, this man is unworthy. of you. Well, yeah, we're all unworthy. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Now, we know you folks love Newsmax, and we got some great, I mean, look, Lots and lots of people are now watching the TV show, and and I'm very thankful for that, and we appreciate your great support. And it's exciting to see so many people migrating over to Newsmax. Now, Newsmax recently had to stop their free stream on the apps, and I've seen all the messages, and I know it's, it's a little frustrating. You may be missing some of Newsmax's best shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta, Greg, many others. So they launched Newsmax Plus, and more than 150,000 people have already signed up. Huge numbers. Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV. And with Newsmax Plus, you get N2 along with their streaming channel, plus documentaries, movies, you name it. Newsmax Plus just launched actor John Voigt's new series on Israel. And Newsmax Plus even has the best Donald Trump shows ever. So get it today. What are you waiting for? Here's the great thing. It will not cost a penny to start. You can give it a free trial run, NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. There is absolutely no risk. Millions of people are switching to Newsmax today, NewsmaxPlus.com. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, I have a question for all of you Baptists in the uh, audience. We've got one or two, or a couple of million. This is coming from our good buddy Jeff Katz, the afternoon drive host at WRVA in Richmond. The church, Grace Baptist Church, will be hosting a a drag queen concert. Again, this is a Baptist church, ladies and gentlemen. And um, <laughs> so this is uh, beyond weird. So the, this is happening on this coming weekend. Flamey Grant. Now, Ben, I'm... I do enjoy contemporary Christian music, so I have to imagine he's. This is sort of a riff off of Amy Grant. This the, is insane. Yeah, I saw this story on your website, and I thought it was like a Babylon Bee headline. I had to check it twice. Not a very attractive drag queen, and looks nothing like Amy Grant. A tender Tennessee Christmas. What a travesty! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not good. 
Uh, by the way, we have a poll going on on the website. Is a Baptist is a Baptist church an appropriate venue for a drag queen concert? Yes or no? It's a very simple question. Ben Teeter, uh, so far 511 people saying no, four people voting yes. Wow. Those four people took the nativity scene a little too far. Yeah. This is uh, this is insane. It is insane. The the church, by the way, the money collected for the um, from the event. I guess it's not a ticketed event, so you can go and are they going to pass the uh, pass the stiletto and you just you know or or is it one of these things where the drag queen dances and gyrates and you have to go up and stick a dollar bill in? That's a new way to raise funds for missions. I mean. Oh, they're not raising it for missions. Uh, they're raising oh. it for Diversity Richmond, which is a hub for the alphabet activist community. Seems to me if I was attending this show, I would want life insurance as I would fear my worst, that the church implodes and inflames, fire brimstone. I would not want to be in, around. Flamey Grant is a man who is a quote from the Bible Belt who will move you soothe you okay i'm gonna stop there i don't <laughs> yeah I, i'm good i'm good i think that gets you in trouble in some churches if you do that uh he will also help help you heal some trauma and always leave you laughing elmo does that so there you go grace baptist church in richmond I be, Dieter, I want to go back. You mentioned that you were on a carnivore diet, so you're trying to you're you're running the uh, St. Jude Marathon this weekend, along with twenty five thousand other runners. Todd, all right. So here's what gets me: when do they do they use a starting pistol? Is that what they use? Mm-hmm. You know, here in Memphis, what's going to they're going to fire that pistol? Everybody's going to hit the deck. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. All the locals will. The rest of the people, like the runners from Uganda, they they will not because it's safer in Uganda than in Memphis. All right. So, but you're doing a carnivore diet. I don't want to get too terribly distracted here. It is where you eat meat exclusively. In this case. Vegetables are deemed unsafe for the human body. Really? Is that true? Anybody out there do the carnivore diet? So are you trying to put on weight or lose weight? Really just maintain weight. This is more about gaining strength. And they say, you know, you can never have enough red meat, despite what the UN is trying to do right now and telling all Americans to limit their red meat consumption. Um, they say it is the best way to live. You'll live forever. We will fight them to the death before we allow them to come after our smokers. But on that note, you're going to be interested in this story, Ben Dieter, from Connecticut. This is from the New York Post. A Connecticut woman claims that she chomped down on a severed finger that was mixed in with her chopped salad. Turns out the finger belonged to a manager of the restaurant, who accidentally chopped off her her hand while dicing the arugula. <laughs> this is terrible. This is not true. No, it's true. No. It's in the New York Post. Allison Cozy <laughs> sat down to a healthy meal at the Chopped Creative Salad Company in Mount Kisco when she made the grisly discovery. This is all in a 12-page lawsuit. I'm not sure why they need 12 pages for this. Your Honor, there was a severed finger in my salad. I want money. 
Oh. She didn't chomp down on it. Did she, wow. did, did she Did she? stop before chomping down on this chomp finger? I'm getting to that. Oh. This is from the lawsuit. Shortly, you know, by, by the way, there are people in line at a chopped restaurant right now that are walking out. Um, shortly after the plaintiff purchased the salad, she was eating the salad. And she realized that she was chewing on a portion of a human finger that had been mixed in and made a part of the salad. It was later discovered that earlier in the day, an employee working at the restaurant was chopping arugula and chopped off or cut off a portion of her left pointer finger. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) The unnamed employee was rushed to a local hospital but left the severed finger behind. Who does that, right? you got to take the finger with you. You've got to put it in the freezer baggie. Get your, well, you put it in a baggie or get yourself a cup and put the ice on it. you got to put it on ice. <laughs> Maybe they were looking for it. Anyway, the partial digit ultimately found its way into Cozy's salad and eventually her mouth. <laughs> oh, gosh. I thought it was a Vienna sausage. Oh, speaking of that, side note, have you seen the up-close photograph of King Charles's fingers? What is going it's on? It's going viral. It's It looks like he's got, like, um, Vienna sausages for fingers. All of his fingers look like giant thumbs. You gotta, it's a, it's a social media, Twitter. you got to look for it. Anyway, uh, Cozy's lawyer, oh, here we go, the suit alleges the salad restaurant chain and its parent company um, of negligence and statutory violations, and they seek an undisclosed amount of damages. I'm I'm thinking she's getting a lot of cash out of this. Her attorney says, my client instructed me she does not want any publicity. She is fearful that publicity will exacerbate her stress and anxiety levels. Yes, she ate a human finger. (laughs) Maybe she thought it was calamari. I don't know. It just seems to me, you know what it was? She was probably on her smartphone and not paying. You know how the, you know, you, you're reading your smartphone and you're eating, you're feeding your face, and the next thing you know, you got a finger in your mouth. All right, uh, there you go. You know what the lesson here is, folks? Don't eat salad. We'll be right back, America. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Yeah. 
Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Happy to have you with us today. A lot going on this hour of the program. Senator Marsha Blackburn is going to be here. Also, we're going to be talking to a state representative out of Florida. His name is State Representative Ryan Chamberlain, and he's introduced a bill that tackles pronoun mandates in the workplace. So if if you are getting taxpayer funding, then you will not be allowed to... Um, to, to engage in this preferred pronoun nonsense. So we're going to be talking to him. Also, coming up on the Newsmax TV show uh, a little bit later on, uh, 3 o'clock Eastern uh, to be exact, uh, Ralph Reed, the chairman of the Faith and Freedom Coalition, is going to drop by. Also, New York City Councilwoman Vicki Palladino, she represents that uh, district in Queens where they had the uh, little teenage thuglings, the terrorists, who went on a rampage. So we're going to be talking to her as well. Our telephone number for this hour of the program, and by the way, welcome to all of our Newsmax viewers who are now uh, joining us as well. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. Again, that's 901-260-5926. So um, a lot happening in the world of politics, and um, people have been really bothered by the situation out of Iowa. And maybe this is taking up a little bit too much oxygen, uh, but you've got the, the evangelical leader, Bob Vanderplatz, and Donald Trump and his supporters going at it. And a lot of people are saying, hey, look, this is not right. Um, for Bob Vanderplatz to come out and blast Donald Trump and to blast his character, I do want to play this audio one more time uh, for our Newsmax viewers this is Bob Vanderplatz on the radio show hosted by Steve Dace, cut number 20. And what you're seeing from the former president is character being revealed. Character being revealed, first of all, with Governor Reynolds and what he did by cutting a video against her. Two of the most popular governors and the most results-producing governors in the country, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Iowa, Kim Reynolds, and you completely throw them under the bus and you call them names and that just because they don't bow the knee to you. That's not leadership. The number one hurdle for Donald Trump is I've never met a dad or a mom or a grandpa or a grandma who have told me they want their son or daughter or grandchild to grow up to be like him. That's a big deal. Trump deserved to lose my endorsement. Matter of fact, I've never endorsed him. But he proved he was not worthy of the endorsement of me, of the ministry, and by extension, the broader body. And I believe Iowa will rise up. I believe Iowa will send a message on January 15, because I think they're seeing through this as well. Uh, This is smoke and mirrors. This is not leadership our country needs. Do you find that to be true? Uh, And and I want to speak directly to the the Christians uh, in the audience uh, today. Do you believe that Donald Trump is unworthy to have your nomination, to have your support. Because that's what Bob Vanderplatz from Iowa, the president of the family leader, is telling us. That Donald Trump, that he is unworthy of his support. He is unworthy of Bob Vanderplatz's endorsement. He is unworthy of the church at large. 
So this is very coded message to people who are of the gun-toting, church-going, Bible-clinging variety. And he's trying to convince all of you folks that Donald Trump is an evil man who ultimately does not support Christians. Now, I've had a chance to sit down with Donald Trump. Um, we, I interviewed him for my new book coming out in March. Uh, he has been a guest on this radio program many times over the past several years. And I think I'm a pretty good read of character here. And the Donald Trump that Bob Vanderplatz is describing is not the Donald Trump that I know. Is the former president a Sunday school teacher? Nope, not at all. Is he a, is, is he a preacher? No. A, a minister of music? I don't even know if he can carry a tune in a bucket. As a matter of fact, I'd be willing to say Donald Trump probably would not make a good deacon. But that's not that's not what we're electing in 2024. I'm not electing a preacher to the White House. I'm electing a president. I'm electing a leader. That's who I'm electing. That's that's who I'm going to the poll to support. Now, as far as I know, Donald Trump, by and large, his values square up with mine. Do I agree with everything the president does? No, not at all. But guess what? And I know this is going to shock some people. The president doesn't necessarily agree with everything I believe. And that's okay. That's okay. We can agree on the fundamentals. By the way, do you know that people are people are enraged that Rosalind Carter invited Melania Trump to her funeral? These people are unhinged, just unhinged. No, Ben, she invited her before she passed away. It was all done in advance, so just, just FYI. But the the amount of Trump derangement syndrome out there, and and unfortunately, it is in a large swath of this Christian community, and it's a concern. Now, this is why it's a concern, because the Koch brothers have now gotten involved in this, and the Koch network has officially endorsed Nikki Haley. So what does that mean? Well, that means all the big money is going to Nikki Haley. And this is the political network that was founded by the Koch brothers out of Wichita, Kansas. And that means she's about to get a lot of cash. This is bad news for Ron DeSantis. Uh, DeSantis has has been trailing in some of the polls to Nikki Haley, and I think this is, this is going to help her. But we talked about this yesterday on the show, and this is very important. Uh, There was a Washington Post report out. A lot of Republicans are getting nervous because the fundraising dollars are not going to the Republican Party. Ronna Romney McDaniel um, says that they've got about $9 million in the bank compared to about $17 million for the the Democrats. So the Democrats outpacing Republicans uh, in fundraising totals. When you go back to 2020, the Republicans had about $60 million in the bank. So that shows you how bad off the Republicans are right now. And remember what I told you yesterday. I told you yesterday on this program that there were two problems. Number one, it was the small dollar donors because they're down on small dollar and big dollar donors. Small dollar donors are sick and tired of the lies. That's that's what they're tired of. And so they're either supporting candidates directly or they're just not giving at all. But it's the big dollar donors that you have to worry about. Whether you like it or not, they've got the money. They've got the cash. And I told you yesterday 
that the big dollar donors were anti-Trump and they were either going to withhold their money or they were going to give it to someone else. And that's what happened today with the endorsement of Nikki Haley. Americans for Prosperity Action also throwing their weight behind Nikki Haley. So does any of this move the needle for you folks? You know, we were talking earlier in the show. Uh, in the South, we, we call it cooking your cornbread. Is your cornbread cooked? Have you decided this is who I'm voting for, this is who I'm going with, and uh, nothing else is going to matter? I'm, I've made my decision. Let's go and, and vote. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We're going to be taking your calls coming up next. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stern Show, broadcasting on radio stations around the nation and on television on Newsmax 2. Great to have all of our viewers with us as well. So we've been telling you about the insane crime situation in Memphis, Tennessee, now the nation's deadliest city. More people have been killed on the streets of Memphis than in New York City and Los Angeles. And uh, one of the more disturbing stories involves very bad people who are being put back out on the streets, including an 18-year-old man who was arrested and charged with shooting a 15-year-old boy in the head. This guy was uh, in the car charged along with a 15-year-old gunman, and now this guy was released without bail on his own recognizance. Our next guest was tweeting about that just a little while ago. Uh, She is our great senator. She is my senator from the Volunteer State. Marsha Blackburn. Senator, good to have you with us today. It is so good to join you. Thank you so much. And Senator, I appreciate you bringing national attention to what's happening in Memphis, Tennessee, under the rule of progressive Democrats who are trying to shove restorative justice down all of our throats. You know, Todd, it is so important for people to realize there could be a different approach. And if you have violent criminals in the case you were just discussing someone that has committed murder and what you want to do is keep them locked up you don't want to let them go no bail uh no responsibility let them back out on the streets. 
And Senator, you know this, um, you know, being from Tennessee, is the importance of Memphis, especially in the transportation uh, sector with railways, uh, the port, and of course the airports and the and the interstate system. Uh, how important is it for there to be a very safe Memphis, Tennessee, for the 1.3 million people that live here in this metropolitan area? And it is just such a fabulous city and has so much to offer. And it is, you hear people say, oh my goodness, I hear Memphis has a terrible crime issue right now. And you just want to say, come on, let's all come together and let's deal with this. Senator Haggerty and I have pushed forward legislation that would be grants to local law enforcement entities so that they can hire more cops to put on the streets so that they can do training that is necessary. Because we, when I talk to Tennesseans, they say repeatedly, we want to get the crime down. We want to deal with gangs that are in our cities. We want to secure the border so that we don't have fentanyl and drugs flooding into our communities. Those are things that people talk about regularly. They're at the top of the to-do list. So, you know, Senator Haggerty and I, like I said, we've had legislation that would deal with this. I've had legislation that would deal with the border. You look at the drug trafficking, the human trafficking. You look at how that ends up in our communities. You look at the expansion of gangs. And, Todd, the outcome of this, which is the the process is that you have people that are not working within the rule of law and enforcing the rule of law. Therefore, you're going to have more of this violence and more crime. So let's enforce the laws that are on the books. Let's make certain that law enforcement has what they need to do their job. And let's get this growth in crime under control. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And, of course, uh, you've seen an increase in, in Nashville not to mention many other major American cities that are controlled That's by, right. by these soft-on-crime Democrats. That's right. Very true. Senator Marsha Blackburn on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line today. Senator, I know you've also been uh, very concerned about these pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian uh, protests uh, that have turned violent all across the country. As a matter of fact, just a few moments ago, Senator, we just got video of those people protesting at former First Lady Rosalind Carter's memorial service outside the service. I mean, this is really detestable what these people are doing. You know, it truly is. And now let's think about this. These pro-Hamas protests that are taking place, these are people who are showing up and protesting in favor of a terrorist organization. The United States declared Hamas a terrorist organization back in 1997. This designation to them is not new. And the fact that you have Americans that live in a free country, that enjoy free speech, that are showing up and protesting at a former first lady's funeral and protesting in favor of of a terrorist organization. It is something that you 
say, I never thought I would see such a thing in this country. And it is so over the top, so inappropriate. The, the This beautiful little girl, the four-year-old Abigail, the American, who was uh, released um, on Sunday, understand, and to your point, these people are out there protesting, and they're supporting the people that kidnapped this four-year-old American child. Um, we still have Americans being held hostage. It's just appalling. Now, I, w- I want to ask you um, about President Biden. We're hearing reports that the Biden administration is trying to shackle Israel here so that maybe this um, ceasefire will last a little bit longer and maybe a little bit longer. Are, are you hearing any rumblings, and, and what are what are the, the Americans doing uh, to, to curtail the um, Israel's fight against Hamas? What we need to do is be sure that Israel has what they need to eliminate Hamas from the face of the earth. And Israel and the IDF, their army, they do not need the United States trying to micromanage their fight. And the best way to make certain that the Palestinian people have access to food, water, supplies, fuel, is to rid the country of Hamas. And it is astounding to me that you have some that want to condition condition aid to Israel when Israel is in a fight for their survival. You have people running around chanting from the river to the sea talking about completely eliminating Israel. And Todd, as your listeners know, our Genesis 12 command is, I will bless those that bless Israel. I will curse those that curse Israel. I'll look at it as a part of of my responsibility to stand with Israel. And it's important The way we stand with Israel sends a message to the rest of the world as to how we're going to stand with our allies. Yesterday on Newsmax, Senator Tuberville was on with Eric Bowling and predicting um, a 9-11 attack every few weeks because of Biden's policies, especially when it comes to the border. We've got about 45 seconds here. Um, Was that hyperbole or is that a, a concern that many have in Washington? And my hope is that we never see another 9-11-styled attack. My hope is that we're going to be able to keep this nation safe. And the sooner we secure that southern border, and the sooner we know who is in this country and why they're here, the safer our nation will be. All right. Well, Senator, we will leave it there. We really appreciate your time and uh, just personally thank you, uh, for bringing light to what's happening in Memphis. It, you're right, it is a great city, and uh, we, we want to make Memphis great again. So let's hope that happens. You got it. Take care. All right, Senator Marsha Blackburn, everybody, uh, the great Republican lawmaker from Tennessee, uh, weighing in on um, lots of lots of big stories that are impacting this country. All right, we've got to take a break here. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Tom Stern Show.
This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program, and also welcome to all of our viewers simulcasting our show today on Newsmax. So happy to have all of you guys with us. By the way, our telephone number, if you'd like to weigh in, and we are going to the phones in just a matter of moments, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Well, some exciting news coming out of the state of Florida where a state lawmaker there has introduced a bill that tackles pronoun mandates in the workplace. Here to tell us all about it is Florida State Representative Ryan Chamberlain. Ryan, good to have you with us today. Todd, thanks for having me on. All right, well, let's talk about this. What would your legislation do, and how would it help people out in, in the workplace? Well, it does a couple of things, Todd. First thing that I'll lay out for you is it clarifies Florida's position on gender. And I think this is important for our students that are coming up through schooling, the parents, and, of, of course, uh, all the constituents of Florida and the citizens of Florida to know that Florida basically simply puts it, hey, whatever you were born into, you're, you're assigned a gender, gender at day of birth, based on your reproductive organs, and that's how the state of Florida is going to identify you. Now, if you want to call yourself whatever you want to call yourself uh, as you grow up and go through life, that's your prerogative. But the state's not going to get involved with requiring people to call you by anything other than your gender birth. So there's, there's statement number one, I think, that just lays it out there. Let's just go ahead. It's a shame we have to clarify that, but that's where we're at. We clarify it. And the second piece to this legislation will really stop any taxpayer-funded organization in the state of Florida from requiring their employees to take pronoun courses to learn how to talk differently than they've you know, ever uh, learned how to talk using different pronouns, but also, additionally, it will require employees and not allow employers to to uh, penalize someone for mispronouncing someone's pronoun that might be different than their their birth gender. Let me and let me jump really in here. Where the line's drawn? Yeah. Let me jump in here, um, uh, Ryan. Have has that been an issue in Florida? Have you been hearing reports of people that have been getting in trouble on the work site for doing that? Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely, and that's really how this conversation started. I, I was recently elected to the House. I began to have conversations about lots of things uh, over over the uh, you know past year. And one gentleman came to my office early on and basically explained to me that he was in the the Florida school system. He did not. He refused to take a course that was being required for pronouns as a teacher. Uh, the school system wanted him to learn how to talk to his students, you know, how, by different them, they type pronoun things. And he refused to do it and therefore had to resign or was fired from his position. I recently, as of this past week, um, was contacted by someone in a, a local hospital here. One of my constituents that told me she accidentally uh, called someone by a pronoun other than what they wanted to be called by and was facing some judgment by her employer possibly were in her case potentially worried about losing her job over calling someone by a not so obvious pronoun and so these things are happening they're creeping in they're real and we know they're happening by the reaction that the left is already just a week into this bill being filed the amount of reaction that's already coming out of florida uh, you know they don't want this kind of bill to to pass because they want to be able to keep moving forward down the the train tracks they're on with this kind of uh, nonsense. Well, I, I I can imagine. So I'm I'm just shocked that you would need that sort of legislation in a place like Florida, which you know you guys have a have a pretty good track record of defending people and civil liberties and especially protecting uh, people on these uh, issues involving sex and, and gender. So that's really really shocking well i mean in florida and i think and this is really across our country these types of issues weren't even thought through as a possibility that that you'd have to write legislation to cover the basics of male and female gender this is how you're born and there would be organizations eventually coming up that were taxpayer funded now this legislation doesn't stop the people that are out, you know, if they want to build their own business and require their employees to do different things, that's that's their prerogative if they're a private business. But once they begin to accept taxpayer-funded state funding to run their business, there, I believe there should be a different accountability process here. I don't think the taxpayers really want to fuel this kind of an agenda, and that's that's a big reason why this legislation is being filed. Well, I, I love it, and uh, I wish you the very best. Uh, we're going to pay really close attention to this. Uh, it is, uh, it's exciting to see Republicans taking a stand um, and, and doing the right thing. And I know you're catching a lot of fire, but guess what? That means you're doing the right thing, Ryan. Todd, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. All right. Representative Ryan Chamberlain, a state representative there in the great state of Florida, represents District 24. Uh, you people down there got to be very happy uh, with your guy. You know what? Let's go to the phone lines here. Uh, we've got a lot of folks wanting to weigh in. Let's start in uh, Florida. Mark in the Villages, America's friendliest hometown. Hey, Mark, what's on your mind? It was cold today. That's for sure. Wait, cold in Florida? I am I am stunned yeah. to hear this. What is it, like 70? 49 degrees. 49? 49. Jeez, a yes. You go down to Miami, it's about 60, but it was cold up here in the midsection of Florida. Um, you know, Todd, I wanted to point out something. I've never voted in my life until Trump ran because I got tired of people like Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis saying what they can do and it never gets done because they're controlled by the.
Oh, I think we lost Mark from the villages. Maybe, I mean, it was cold. Maybe the phone line snapped. Who knows? Uh, let's go to Bob, who is uh, listening to us in Florida today. Hey, Bob, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Uh, well, I was, uh, in the beginning of your show, you were talking about the big big donors going to uh, Haley. That's right. The big Coke, that big Coke money, uh, it's it's really going to help her. Um, it's going to help her bank account. No doubt about that. Okay, now with my with, with, with the question I have is that I don't think they're going to be able to beat him in the uh, primary, though the big donors. So will they go back to him after he wins? So, so Bob, well, I I don't know, Bob. That that is a, a that's a fair question, Bob. I'm not sure. You've got people like Mitt Romney out there saying that if Trump's the nominee, he would rather vote for a Democrat. I think what could happen is you could see those big dollar guys just decide to sit out at the end of the day, and and that's a big concern. You got to have money to run for president. Hello. All right, Bob. Appreciate that call. Thank you for listening. I think we've got Mark from the Villages back. Mark, uh, go ahead and finish your thought. Todd, like I was saying, I never voted for anyone until Trump ran because I was tired of people like Haley and DeSantis saying that they can do it. And it never gets done because they're controlled by the Democrats, and Trump, and Trump wasn't. Why would you vote for someone that hasn't proven themselves and Trump has? As far as Vanderplatt or whatever his name is, who's he to judge? Yeah, it's look, it's a great question. And, Mark, I apologize. We've got a serious – you've got a serious phone issue there. Um, but, again, the question – and I will finish Mark's thought. I know where he's going there. He says, who does Vanderplatt think he is? to cast judgment like that. And and that's exactly what he did, folks. All right, we've got to take a break here. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Starn Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Oh my goodness! Uh, wow! Welcome back, everybody. I hope you're doing good. Maybe it's just, it's cold here too. Uh, Mark from the villages, America's friendliest hometown, said it was uh, getting a little chilly down there. Uh, let's go to the phone lines and uh, let's talk to Tom in Florida. And uh, Tom, I know you want to weigh in on the gender pronoun guy we just had on. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Um, I believe this um, linguistically, it's um, the the uh, pronouns his and her is relevant. However, I do think 
that using anything else, but that would be like an improper pronoun. So linguistically speaking, um, I think they would have to change that in order for the people to be addressing themselves that way. What do you think? Here's my take on it, Tom. If somebody comes up to me and says, my pronoun is they, I'm thinking schizophrenic right away. I'm like, there's only one of you. I agree. Yeah, I think you and I, yeah, you and I agree on this one, Tom. Um, and, and again, it's sad. It's sad that they have to legislate something like that. But the you heard it from the guy. Apparently, it's a big problem where people are getting in trouble, losing their jobs because they refuse to um, they refuse to ignore science. I I agree with you wholeheartedly, uh, Todd. I think that um, if they want to change things like that. Um, these variables say they're going to have to um you know have somebody address it like in the congress and something i don't know how they're going to do that it's going to be very confusing you see it's Uh, a slippery slope yet tom i'm with you it's a slippery slope though uh when you start legislating stuff like that you know i'm i'm all about limited government the concern though is what do we do if people are actually being punished people are being reprimanded uh, because they're following the tenets of the of their religious beliefs or what they see with their eyeballs. That's that's the big question. Tom, God bless you. Thank you for uh, thank you for calling in today. Let's go to Mary in Fairbanks, Alaska, where it's got to be what 80, 85 degrees today. Mary, <laughs> we wish. <laughs> no, well, it's probably uh, fifteen degrees. Oh, sweet mercy. All right. Well, it, uh, yeah, compared to compared to there, we're like summertime in Memphis. Uh, Mary, exactly. Mary, what's going on? How do you want to talk about Ronna McDaniel? Yes. Well, I'm a senior citizen on a very limited income. And all summer and fall, I have been receiving text messages asking for donations to Republican candidates, Republican issues, surveys from the RNC, all kinds of things. And when I try to respond, I'm connected to a website called winred.com, controlled by Rona Ronmi McDaniel. You can't respond to any of these things without making a contribution through WinRed. And there's right on the website it says these are not tax deductible for any reason. She has a chokehold on fundraising from small donors in the Republican Party. Yeah, I'm on the site now, Mary, and you're right, it go, winred.com, and uh, it goes uh, right to that right to that page. Uh, we're going to look into this. So you're telling me that you get an email, is it coming from the RNC or is it coming from Ronna McDaniel specifically? Text messages on my phone daily, all through the summer and fall, from a lot of different Republican candidates all over the country, lots of surveys from the RNC, and they don't record your answers unless you make a donation. Very interesting. Okay, we're going to jump onto this, Mary. I appreciate you learning us, alerting us to that, and uh, we're going to find out what's going on. Thank you. Please do. All right. Hey, Mary, thank you for thank you for calling in, and thank you for watching the show. Uh, let's go to Saginaw, Michigan. Ray's been holding on for a for a while. Ray, what do you think about Donald Trump, sir? Uh, when he had the apprentice on, I turned him over. Thought he was arrogant, but when he announced for president, I thought that's what we need. I only voted for two men in the primaries in my life 
the first that made it the president. The first was Reagan, the second was Trump. What was it about Trump? So you you said he was arrogant. Uh, you know, you watched The Apprentice. Uh, what was it that caused you to change your mind and your impression? Well, he wasn't a politician. That was the big thing. And he didn't take lobbyist money. That was another. And he was an outsider. I just threw the dice and hoped he wouldn't become another Bush. Well, he certainly he certainly is no Bush. I'll tell you that much right now, Ray. Yeah. Hey, I got one more quick thing to add. I recently joined Judicial Watch here in Michigan with all the voting season going on here and yeah, everything. Yeah, Tom Fitton. And, yeah, great, great organization. Yeah, and they changed the laws in a bunch of states. I'm hoping they do it here in Michigan. Ray, let's see what happens. Uh, appreciate that call, and uh, thank you for watching Newsmax. Uh, let's go to Vegas. We've got Pete on the line. Hi, Pete. What's on your mind? How you doing, Todd? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking, Pete. I just wanted to put a few good words in for President Trump. You know, he's been getting the rough side of everything here since he got into office, and he is nothing but a good businessman. Right, he runs things like a business. He knows what he's doing. He's kept his wealth over the years, lost it, got it back. Our economy was doing great. Everything was going great. COVID hit. I think he'd have pulled us through that, too. And I think he's just getting a bum steer. He needs another chance at it. I hope he gets into office again because he's a great president. Yeah, I'm Pete, I'm with you. And, and that was my argument all along is that, you know, a lot of this stuff has been proven not to be true. A lot of it is in the process of being proven untrue. And I just think the guy deserves another shot at it, another crack at it. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm feeling pretty good about this, Pete, uh, feeling pretty bullish about it. I am, too. I'm, I'm really feeling good. I hope he does good on this next election. All right. And things go legally the way they should. <laughs> Pete, I'm curious. That big, huge, new, like, sphere, that globe thing you guys have down there, is it really cool or is it a little freaky? Uh, it is the coolest thing. I can't figure it out, but it, it, it does some amazing things. I it, you look it, at it one time, and then a little bit later, it's something else, and it is just amazing. I've got to be in Vegas uh, later, well, early next year, and uh, I'm going to have to go and check that thing. Can you? I understand you can actually see it coming in. I mean, the thing is massive. Oh yeah, it's huge. Just right down there by the big uh, Ferris wheel. All right, good stuff, Pete. Give us a holler back and appreciate you calling in. Thank you for watching Newsmax too, uh, folks. In the meantime, head over to ToddStearns.com. We have some great resources for you. You know, I know Cyber Monday was Monday and it's Tuesday and it's, but technically we can still call it Cyber Tuesday. We have lots of great deals for you. If you want to get something for Christmas for that conservative loved one in your life, you can do that by going to ToddStarns.com. My favorite pairing is the, is the, the Our Daily Biscuit book, the devotion book, and you get yourself a blessed, not bitter coffee mug. It's a great combo package. Your mom, your grandmom is going to love it. Trust me on this. And you're even going to love it because there's some great recipes in that book, and uh, they come right from the listeners of the Todd Stearns Radio Program. You folks in Gainesville, Georgia, and Bartlesville, Oklahoma, uh, I think we even had some from Portland, Maine. Uh, your recipes ended up in our biscuit book. So uh, we would love for you to check it out. Enjoy the recipes. Be inspired. 
lots of laughter. My friend Michelle Cox, she and I co-wrote this together, and we had a heck of a lot of fun. All right, folks, speaking of a heck of a lot of fun, it was a fun show today. Uh, What is the lesson? What is the nugget? Do not eat at Chopped, but if you do, be sure to make sure there's there's no fingers in your salad. Uh, All right, uh, that's going to wrap it up here. Hey, the Todd Starnes TV show starting at 3 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax 2. Be sure to tune in. We're going to see you on the radio tomorrow at noon Eastern. You folks be good, America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.